Welcome to this week's Old Codger Show on WFMU. We opened up the program with John Burkhart and something called Light as a Feather. After that, uh, John Kirby and his orchestra with Double Talk. I am Courtney Edison, the Old Codger, here on WFMU every week for one hour playing 70 RPM records. Now, some people think it's an honor to host a program on WFMU. But to me, Big Fish, Little Pond... I'm a broadcast barracuda surrounded by a school of mud carp. But I've burned bridges at so many other stations. Actually, one of them I nearly burned to the ground. I started a fire in the main studio. The music I was playing was so hot. It was flammable. I I came on after the news, and the studio was cluttered with paper from the teletype machine that uh, spat out the the top-of-the-hour rip-and-read news from the wire services. And all it took was one highly combustible 78 RPM disc by Mamie Smith to ignite the tinder. Well, fortunately, there was a full spittoon under the broadcast console, and I managed to douse the flames in time. The only thing damaged by the flames was the chair. But as Maxwell Bodenheim was fond of saying, not my chair, not my problem. Anyway, WFMU isn't simply a radio station. It's a cult like Scientology, and Ken Friedman is the dictatorial cult leader. He barks orders, and the staff grubbles because they don't want to antagonize his royal majesty. Next to Ken's desk is a replica gallows. It's not full size. It's about half the size of the real thing. It's a display model that he got from Ikea. The official station gallows is in the basement. It's usually only dusted off and set up on ceremonial occasions, yeah, once or twice a year, and it's not used too often. The staff just, they set it up and the staff just does a dance around it, some some chanting and rending of garments. Ah, but the smaller replica has real moving parts, (laughs) and when Ken calls you into his office for disciplinary reasons, while you're explaining and apologizing and stammering your way through your struggle session, Ken gets out of his chair and he steps over to the display model gallows and he toys with it. He checks the trap door springs. He tugs on the rope and he pretty much ignores whatever you're saying. You just sit there and you perspire. Well, this hasn't happened to me, but several staffers have told me about this routine. Ken also has a trophy case of souls that he has stolen from dismissed WFMU staffers. Each one has a plaque with the names of the DJs who were dispatched from freeform Valhalla to the deepest recesses of public radio hell. Anyway, I just want you to know what goes on behind the scenes here at WFMU. People think it's all peace and love and it's a bunch of hippies. Oh no, oh not at all. Anyway, sorry if I shocked some of you. But let's go back to the to the wonderful music. Hey, we got the Fats Waller here. And he's going to do... You're the classic Stardust on the old Codger Radio Show. Thank you. 
listening to the Old Codger Radio Show on WFMU, and I am the Old Codger. And now we bring you the weather forecast, partly cranky with a 60% chance of rage. And in that set, we heard Fats Waller, and he uh, performed Stardust, followed by Mamie Smith. Uh, She almost set the studio on fire. We heard Mamie doing going crazy with the blues. Then the Charleston Chasers, featuring uh, Miff Mole, did Delirium. And finally, we heard Mildred Bailey and her orchestra, with Love is Where You Find It. Well, uh, these days, as I understand it, some kid in the neighborhood told me, uh, kid, by the way, is a category that runs from the age of 16 to 63. Under 16, to me, you're a zygote. Over 63, I will presume that you're an adult. But I reserve judgment. Anyway, everybody's trying to figure out their family tree, uh, who they are related to, and what their DNA says about their ancestry. They use all these popular services. They mail in specimens of their bodily fluids. They're trying to find out if they were a distant cousin of some billionaire who died and they can't locate his beneficiaries. Well, I consider that an honest day's work. (laughs) Good luck in staking your genetic claims. Anyway, I mention all this because Del Barton Industries is developing a new service. They hope to introduce it early next year. It's called 123 and Me. It helps you find out if you are genetically related to the old codger. It requires you to uh, send in a stool sample or saliva that contains traces of cigar tobacco or bourbon. It it will also... uh, determine if you have Bodenheim blood. That will not earn you any valuable inheritance. In fact, it may tarnish your good name. Anyway, I just want to say right here, right here, listen, do not mail me your stool samples. Mail them to Rummy Del Barton. He'll be uh, serving as the administrator for the lab. We will let you know the address when the new service is launched. Then I advise you to send Rummy Del Barton Large stool samplers. The larger, the better. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, I was digging around for a Fats Navarro, 78, and I stumbled across this recordio disc. It's made by Unita Bodenheim many years ago. She made this recordio disc at Coney Island in 1952. It's written right on the label. It's the only copy in existence, and she lent it to me. I will return it after I determine 
whether it has any considerable auction value. Anyway, here's uh, Unita singing Only a Paper Moon on a recordio disc on the old Codger Show. Say it's only a paper moon Sailing over a cardboard sea But it wouldn't be make-believe If you believed in me But it wouldn't be make-believe if you believed in me. Without your love, it's a honky-tonk parade. Without your love, it's a melody played in a penny arcade. It's a bonnet. But it wouldn't be make-believe if you believe, if you believe, if you believe in me. The sun is bright and gay. But what do we do? What do we do on a do 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 day? Do we laugh? Do 
hug just a little bit, kiss just a little bit. Boy, I'll say, when the parlor's nice and cozy, the old folks are away. Say, what do we do? What do we do on a do-do-do-y day? The sun is bright and gay. But what do we do? What do we do on a dew, dew, dewy day? All we do is lots of walking on a sunlight day in May. But what do we do? What do we do on a dew, dew, dewy day? Do we laugh? Do we play? Do we hug just a little bit? Kiss just a little bit? When the parlor's nice and cozy, the old folks are away. Say, what do we do? What do we do on a do-do-do-y day? And the hat shop would not stop Till she pleased the hat shop owner so much That he let her call him Pop Little Fifi still makes bonnets And she also owns the shop Her heart was in her work Gabriella sang in opera Though her voice was on the rocks Yet the man who backed the opera gratefully gave her bonds and stocks. 
She has ceased to sing in opera, but she has an opera box. Her heart was in her work. So I say to you, young lady, as you start on your career, when a job you find to your boss, be kind, and I promise you, my dear, you will soon be so successful, they will cry when you appear. Her heart was in her... Miss Lautrec, the secretary of a senator of note, was so apt at writing speeches for him that he never lost a vote. Though his salary is a small one, you should see her sable coat. Her heart was in her work. Leaping Lulu in the circus, riding bareback on her horse, made her boss feel oh so happy each night, for she never took a toss. And today she has her baby riding bareback on her boss. Her heart was in her work. So I say to you, young lady, lest your chances do decrease. To your boss you should be forever good till the day of your release. When they write upon your tombstone, as at last you rest in peace. Her heart was in her. Well, the matzo balls the fish, best no dish I ever, ever had. Now matzo balls and gefilte fish makes you order up an extra dish. Matzo balls, gefilte fish, really, really, really very fine. Now you put a little horseradish on it and make it very mellow because it really knocks you right on out. Come on, come on. Extra dish, matzo balls, filter fish, with a little hot radish on the side. Makes it mellow, makes it shallow, mellow as a shallow boy. Hot radish with matzo balls. Matzo balls stew.
Well, we're up at your little set recap now on the Old Godger Show. We uh, began that set of music with Unita Bodenheim and a recordio disc from 1952 of her singing and playing ukulele on Only a Paper Moon. Then we heard Ruth Berman. She played her harp, and uh, with her orchestra, they did Taboo. Little Jack Little gave us What Do We Do on a Doo-Doo-Dooey Day. Betty Hutton with I Wake Up in the Morning Feeling Fine. Uh, Cole Porter with Her Heart Was in Her Work. Slim Gaylord and his Flatfoot Brugge Boys did Matzo Balls and Django Reinhardt with uh, Bouncing Around at the end. Well, this is the Old Codger Show on WFMU, and as you know, we have, as you regular listeners know, we don't just play great music, we also advertise fine products. Products you can use at home. My sales manager, Rotabelle Pancake, rounds up these sponsors. Most of them, uh, curiously, seem to be related to uh, Del Barton Diversified, uh, which is a branch of Enormo Corp. Enormo Corp is the largest company in the world. They own all the other large companies. At any rate, here's a great product. Oh, you're going to want to own one of these and put it to good use. Nowadays, I think it'll come in very handy. The announcer for this advertising, of course, is our own uh, Gus Bodenheim. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs, odds are you are the one working the guillotine. And if not, why not? After all, who amongst us hasn't dreamt of meeting out justice without sacrificing fun in the process? Del Barton wants to put the lever in your hands. Introducing Monsieur Laplop, Del Barton's reimagining of the guillotine. The traditional continental instrument of retribution and societal reorganization. An easy-to-use, self-lubricating apparatus that even the complete novice can assemble in minutes. That's what I call Egalité. Monsieur Laplop's durable, razor-sharp, ergonomically-weighted blade will swiftly and cleanly cleave the most stubborn musculature with that air of sophistication and exquisite malveillance we associate with old Paris. Our basket receptacle is union-woven from 100% pesticide-free hemp and will accommodate the largest or smallest heads you could possibly drop. And speaking of a small fry, Monsieur Loplop is absolutely childproof. Unless, of course, fully ADA compliant with an optional hydraulic easy lift at no extra charge. A product of Del Barton Industrial Social Tools, Cutlery Division. Yes, another fan sponsor there, and we appreciate all our advertisers for supporting our program. And you know, we feel so strongly about the usefulness of the new product that was just introduced by Gus Bodenheim, that we are donating one of these appliances to the station manager of WFMU. And we are certain it will serve a cautionary purpose with the WFMU staff. And now back to music on the Old Codger Show on WFMU. Daddy, there's a big change in your life. Why you don't treat me like you should a wife? Why you stay out all night and you don't come home for days? Oh, but daddy, you know that isn't right. And now I've changed my ways. Well, you drag me around until I lost my pride. And when I lose you, I'll be satisfied. Oh, cause any kind of man will be better than you. If he got one leg, that'll be all right. Just so he bring that one leg home to mama every night. Any kind of man will be better than you. Well, I tried being good. I meant to live like I should. That didn't matter to you. Now my good days are done. Man, I'm having my fun. Don't care what I do. Oh, I'm really glad I found you out in time. 
good man while I'm in my prime. Ah, oh, cause any kind of man will be better than you.
outside in and inside out, you're my meat. Ah, you're fat and forty, but naughty, you're my meat. From your feet to your head, you knock me dead, you're my meat. I got you covered, but baby, you're my meat. In the days of old, when nights were bold, they were pious and modest, I'm told. Don't you see that couldn't be me? I'd have to talk about your yams and your big fat hams. It excites me so because I know you're my me. Fat and forty, but lordy, you're my me.
must remember this A kiss is still a kiss A sigh is just a sigh The fundamental things apply As time goes by They still say I love you On that you can rely No matter what the future brings As time goes by Moonlight and love songs never Filled with passion, jealousy and hate Woman needs man And man must have his mate That no one can deny It's still the same old story A fight for love and glory A case of do or die The world will always welcome lovers As time goes by Moonlight and love songs Never out of date Hearts full of passion Jealousy and hate Woman needs man Man must have his mate That no one can deny It's still the same old story A fight for love and glory A case of do or die We're running out of time here. I've got less than a minute to tell you that you heard Victoria Spivey with Any Kind of Man. Uh, that was followed by Ruth Edding with Keep Sweeping Cobwebs Off the Moon. Uh, Louis Jordan and his Symphony Five sang You're My Meat. James P. Johnson and his orchestra with uh, If I Could Be With You One Hour Tonight. And we close the program with Billie Holiday and As Time Goes By. This is your codger, Courtney. Uh, you can call me if you want. Remember my phone number. Take a pencil. Write it down. Is six. Same phone number since 1892. Call me. Stay tuned for uh, Miracle Nutrition with Hardy White and his special guest, America's wacky, whisper, wonderful scatterbrain, Judy Canova. Coming up next on WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU. Now, pardon me while I go get plushed to the scuppers. Welcome to Miracle Nutrition with Hardy White. I'm Hardy White. Join me now, won't you? For the best and worst time. For the most fun and the least fun. For the chance to learn something or forget something. For the chance to be with somebody you like or somebody you don't really care for. But it is a chance. You almost set your coffee cup down on my rice heap. Rice heap? Where? There. 
That's a grain of rice. It's a heap of rice. How do you figure? Wait, I know how you figure, bizarrely. I have a friend who's a water bear, and he said he's always wanted to go skiing. So I made a mountain out of this heap of rice for him so he could have a ski holiday. So is your microscopic friend skiing right now? No, right now he's enjoying an opre ski hot beverage in a cozy chalet that I made out of half a grain of sand and some mold spores. I can't believe we're still talking about this and I haven't yet rolled my eyes and left the room, but how exactly did you engineer all this with those meaty softball mitts that you call hands? Oh, I used the time machine. It doesn't just travel relatively through time, but you know space is relative too. Yeah, duh. Wait, the time machine can get very large or very small? We've never used it for that, but yes. So you could make Mount Fuji look like a grain of rice by hitting some get bigger switch on the time machine. That would cause some catastrophic trouble and destroy the planet, but yes, conceivably. Hmm. Don't. I won't. We could do it way out in space, but if there's nothing around, you might not notice. It's all relative. Relativity destroys paradoxes. How do you figure? Mount Hakamai weather. Today's forecast for Hakamai Ski Country. Partly cloudy skies, highs in the low 40s, lows in the high 20s. No chance of precipitation in the next 24 hours, but perfect weather for a ski outing. And there's nothing more perfect than a hot cup of Loomist coffee. Perfectly roasted, perfectly grown, perfect in every way. Start your day right with Loomist. Seven awards for quality, but who's counting? Unless you're counting on a good night's sleep without counting sheep. Caesar Mattress King, served in the area for over 40 years with all sizes and firmness to fit your budget and your body. Best prices, highest quality, largest selection, smallest hassle, Caesar Mattress King. You'll sleep like royalty. The only thing better than skiing is not skiing and sitting here and drinking coffee by the fire and watching other people ski because I don't know how. I don't know how either, but I'm willing to learn. Do any of us know how to ski? No. No. Why do we come here then? Well, it's beautiful, and Mount Hakamai is particularly beautiful. We don't have to ski down it to appreciate its grandeur and beauty. How big is Mount Hakamai? Oh, about two millimeters high. You mean miles. Oh, yeah. Mr. Bourgeoisie, you can see the doctor now. Ah, oh, thank you. Hi, Don, come on in and sit down. Thank you, Dr. Blurb, and thank you for seeing me on such short notice. It took months to work you in. Oh, it went by so fast. What's on your mind? To be honest, uh, something different than when I first made the appointment, but luckily I'm still filled with sadness and anxiety. Oh, good. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I just meant to us psychiatrists. It's like a plumber hearing you have multiple broken pipes. Gonna grow that college fund. The trouble now is I've been fired from my job as a real estate agent. I'm sorry to hear that. I believe you, but I suspect you are not a fraction as sorry as I am. It came as a shock, and the reason I was given is I was too good at my job. That my experience living as a house gave me unfair insight into the process of home buying, and that my colleagues were resentful. You were a house? I tried to make an appointment to tell you, but you were unavailable. I'm not sure it was that. I remember my receptionist saying I had a house call, and... I said, sorry, I don't make house calls. It was a house calling, actually. But that's in the past. What matters now is that I've failed at what I love to do most. Show people houses. And write contracts. And tear up contracts. And worry about title searches and inspections. And use words like escrow and amortization. It depresses me. How does that make you feel? Pretty sure I just covered that, but depressed. What are ways that you might feel less depressed? I think by having none of that happen or reversing it somehow. We know that's not an option. Do we? What are ways we could seek to overcome this and be a healthier, happier Don? I think being sad and discouraged in the face of injustice seems sort of healthy and rational to me. I think you just answered your own question. My question was, do we? Do we what? Do we know it's not an option to turn back time? If we could turn back time, Cher would never sing on a battleship. You know what? I'm going to be a house again. Is that realistic? It wasn't realistic the first time it happened. I don't think realism is in play here. Thank you, Doctor. You've helped immensely. Oh, I don't think I did anything. No, you didn't. I did. But your wrong answers gave me more confidence in my own solutions. That's fantastic. 
Just pay your copay on the way out. I'm trying to search for a German almond bread recipe, and all I keep getting are pictures of fractals. Paulson, Paulson. Yes, Captain. When we reach the land, I want you to follow the coastline. Which coastline is that, Captain? The one on the land we'll be approaching. That could take seconds or forever, depending on the coastline. What are you talking about? The coastline paradox, sir. I'm not interested in this. Nautical nonsense is not something I wish to discuss. It's not nautical, sir. What I'm saying is it depends on our relative size vis-a-vis -vis the coastline. If we are very large, it will not take long. But if we are very tiny, then all the invisible crevices at one scale become large. If we are small, there is much more coastline. Oh, for goodness sake, we aren't small. We are rather a large ship. Are we, though? Of course. Relative to what? To... I don't follow you. No one does, sir. We all follow you. Explain. We have been at sea a very long time. So long I have lost track. I have as well. But all we have is the vast sea. It is vast, isn't it? The vastest. And there is nothing to judge our size against. So I don't remember if we are very large or very small. I think I can say without fear of contradiction, we are something in between. Everything that exists thinks that. What? The universe is amazing. The vastness of it is like a great expanse of sea, finite but boundless, and stretching far beyond the imagination to a horizon not just at the boundaries of our visual perception, but pressing against the very limits of our ability to conceive it. How big is the biggest thing, and how small is the smallest? How long is the longest amount of time, and how brief is the briefest? Oh, I think I know the answer. It's a rhetorical question, you goofball. Well, I'm engaging in rhetoric, and my rhetoric includes the answer. Well, what's the answer? This big. That big, huh? Yep. Can't argue with that. Every grain of sand constituting a turn and new shape. It is our perspective that defines our reality.